friends. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Today, we're going to have some dynamic thoughts from diverse speakers with a biblical viewpoint. Feel free to stick around and prepare to be blessed. So uh, I want to kind of think about this point today about Christ being our hiding place, our hiding place. And when you think of that word hiding, what are some words that come to your mind? What are some words that come when you're hiding? Why would someone hide? Hi, Brandon. Nice to see you, sir. Why would someone hide? Huh? For protection? Shame? Okay. Okay, hide and seek for fun. My, my son loves to do that. He hides in the closet. I don't know how he fits in the closet, but... Um, okay, yeah, maybe out of fear, shame, fun, um, protection, okay? There's a lot of reasons why we hide. There's a good hiding and then there's a bad hiding, right? If we hide in ourselves, Hebrews 4.13 says that God sees everything. That can be alarming, like, oh my Lord, God sees everything. Or that can be super encouraging that God sees everything and he does not change towards us. You know, sometimes when people learn information about us, our relationships can change, can't they? They really can. Like badly. For instance, uh, one of the great lies is if, if people really knew who I really was, they'd want nothing to do with me, right? That's one of Satan's greatest lies. So we hide we hide our true selves. We deflect. We um, project a false self and try to act the way people want us to act and actually suppress our true nature. Okay, that's a mouthful right there. Then there's good hiding. There's good hiding. And that's hiding in Christ. And that's what I want to focus on today. Because if we hide in ourselves, guess what happens? We live in the lie, and we project, like I just said, what we think people are looking for. And that's hard to maintain. Isn't that hard to maintain? Wouldn't you say that's hard to maintain, Tom? It is. But God loves transparency. God loves honesty. God loves vulnerability. These are three huge words that have been in my mind this last year or two. But honestly, uh, the nature and character of God is he knows everything and still loves us passionately. Isn't that good? Like we don't even love ourselves some days because we are so sick of our, we're so sick and tired of ourselves. <laughs> but I love this in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29. It says, God says, I never get tired of, I never get tired of you. So isn't that good? So the next time you get tired of yourself, think about this. An all-knowing, all-powerful, all-present God does not get tired of you. Okay. Thank you, Lord. So this brings us to our point here, Psalm 3120. God is our hiding place. And what does it mean to hide in Him in these days? I, I really am quickened in my spirit because we must know where to hide. Now, we have this joke with the men, the men's retreat. Men never retreat. 
So now it's called a men's advance. I heard that the other day. I like that. Isn't that a good name? Men's advance. Nobody likes to retreat, right? Any general that has any salt in him, he does not want to retreat. He doesn't want to back up. But there is a time when we must be hidden in Christ. And this is the statement I want you to catch today, is Satan wants to have us leave our place. Okay, that's the statement I want you to get. What is that place? Well, Romans 5, 2 says it's a place of grace. 1 Corinthians seven twenty, our place is our call to abide in the calling where God has called us. And where's our call? It's to Christ. Our life is to Christ and Christ's life to us. So he is our hiding place. And I want to give you a couple verses because it gives us an excellent point that we have divine camouflage. Okay, anybody like to be in the woods, like talking with a hunter? You know, how, how are they to, um, you know, to, to really stay subtly stealth-wise to get, catch a deer, right? What do they do? They wear camo, right? They even have special sprays that make them smell like a deer, right, to cover up their own scent. Uh, they hide in the brush, right? They're very, they're in a dense uh, place where they're not easily seen. They're colors, right? God says, I have given you divine camouflage. I am hiding you in me. Okay? So therefore, we are the first thing to be touched if the attack comes, and when the attacks come, they touch Christ. Okay? Let me illustrate this. Psalm 3120. Are you there? This is so good. He is our hiding place. You shall hide them in your secret place of your presence. There it is. Satan wants to move you and I out of our place. And you know what happens? That's when we get into trouble. That's when we lose power. That's when we lose hope. That's when we when the devil has advantage in 2 Corinthians 4, 4. That is when we become an easy target, right? The presence of God is the ultimate hiding place. He goes on to say, from the plot of man. Isn't that good? There's a lot of plots today. There's a lot of demonic strategies to cause us to be distracted, because Satan wants us to be moved out of our place. He wants us to operate in our own power, our own intellect, our own natural reasoning, our own points of view. And what happens? When we leave our place, we get anxious. When we leave our place, we get fearful. When we leave our place, we become stressed out. Now, in a lot of ways, we can say those are just the facts of life, all of those things. But are they? Are they? Well, they're indicators that we are either leaving or have left uh, our place. And isn't that good to know that we can go back into that place in a moment, right? Acts 3.19. We can be refreshed in a moment. Acts 3.19. We just turn around, turn our, we repent in the sense of we agree with God, we change our minds, and this is not meant to make us introspective today, 
but it's just meant to say, hey, listen, God, in your place, there is fullness of joy. Now, does that mean everything's going right? Does that mean everything is just a party, central? No. <laughs> Let's get the balloons. My son's seventh birthday is on Saturday. Where did seven years go? Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. I love this. Uh, you shall keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. This is an excellent verse. We don't have to defend ourselves. Did you notice Christ? He opened not his mouth when his accusers were wagging their tongues. That's amazing. You ever try to defend yourself to somebody and it's like it's a losing battle? Justifying ourselves, posturing ourselves, and it's like, wait a minute, I'm going to let the Lord speak for me, right? Isn't that good? And to be honest, it's okay if there's misunderstandings, right? It's okay. It's okay. Because we're, we're in the secret place. Christ has covered and put us in a place where the devil cannot go. Isn't that good? The presence of God. The presence of God. The strife of tongues. You know what? You know what a good way to deal with negativity is? Not to answer it. Isn't that good? Sorry you feel that way. Have a nice day. Like, honestly. Because it's like, it's like the more we feed into it, the more the Spirit is charged the wrong spirit. All right, let me show you this. Psalm 32, 7. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Did you read me in there? Did you see any, you see any per, personal pronoun me? Do you see that? No. This is the defense. He is our defense. Now, that doesn't mean that we do nothing. It just means that we're operating from the right place when we do something. It doesn't mean we're pacifists or fatalists. It doesn't mean we sit in our hands and eat, you know, eat Doritos, which is not a bad idea. How many people here like Doritos? Okay. Something happens like around 1030 at night. Doritos are like, like this tractor beam. Any, any Trekkie fans here? <laughs> Sorry, confessing my sin here. It's calling me. You know, Jesus is calling, and then there, that's one amazing devotional. Doritos are calling. We should have another devotional book. <laughs> okay, we went off the wrong track here. Okay. Okay, you, <laughs> you are my hiding place, not my best thought, not my knowledge, even though knowledge that leads to worship is powerful. You are my hiding place. You ever, you ever been in a place where, like as a child, like I loved forts. You'd get into this little, like this little cleft of, of a rock or a tree or something. You, you just like squeezed in there like nobody can see me. And then, of course, your parent is like, where are you? You know, this is what happens in the presence of God. You and I become invisible, invisible. All right, I, I got I to share a couple more. This is just too good. Psalm 119, 14. 
abiding. This is such a, this doesn't mean that we're not touched or disturbed or shaken. We can be shaken, but not moved, right? Acts 20, 24. I can be, I can be uh, kind of like bothered. Things can get under our skin. And then we can say, okay, Lord, that's yours. Okay, Lord, what's wisdom? Okay, Lord, give me your spirit. But when it moves us, when it takes us out of our place, that is the devil's plan, is to dislodge the believer from living in the presence of God. And when that happens, we just say, okay, God, I'm honest. Nothing's hidden. I'm not going to try to hide from you. I'm not going to try to put fig leaves on. This is wrong. Uh, This is... uh, We recognize the spirit behind the thing, and we say, you're going to be my hiding place. Lord, I'm going to run to love. I'm going to run to grace. I'm going to run to truth. I'm going to run to mercy. Uh, 1 Peter 4, 1, I'm going to stir up my mind to think purely. Amazing. I'm going to run to you. And don't you love it? God is not far away at all. It's amazing. Psalm 119, 114. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. You know, in Proverbs 30, it talks about the conies, and they say that they are feeble folk, but you know what their defense is? They hide in the rocks. They hide in something that is far greater than themselves. See, Satan wants us to project self-reliance, self-ability. But in weakness, his strength is made perfect. I'm not going to leave my place, devil. I'm not going to agree with a lie. I'm not going to do the bait and switch. Oh, just come out of your castle. Just come out of that fortification. Come out of that bunker. Let's just have a little talk. Right? And then guess what happens? we lose that battle because the moment we, we step out of our place, I'm not talking salvation, but I'm talking about experiencing our position with God, our presence with God. No, no, no. I'm going to send Jesus to answer that door. Thank you very much. I'm going to send Jesus to answer that telephone call. Thank you so much. Not Maybe that, not being polite like that is not really needed. But we send Jesus to answer the devil. And you know what? That's a, that's, a quiet, that's a quick conversation, right? Matthew 4, 4. It is written, bing, the devil is gone, right? Comparatively to this, hiding in myself, where we add a lie to a lie, Isaiah 30, right? Verse 1. And it, the compounding of confusion happens when that happens. You know, we can lose ourselves in a trial very easily. We can take on the identity of things very easily when we hide in ourselves. Like Brandon said, hiding our shame, right? Guilt is I've made a mistake. Now shame says I am the product of a mistake. That's my identity. And Jesus says, absolutely not. That's not true. You're not your sin. And uh, you're everything that the finished work says that you are. That is our hiding place. Isn't that good? That's our hiding place. We, we know that cliche. We don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds our future. Great statement. 
if we look too far ahead, we will leave our hiding place. And then we'll be like panic and anxiety. And these are like uh, Pastor Pete was saying that today more than ever, teenagers, the young, young ladies are so anxious and the men are so depressed. Why? Why is that? God is developing and showing them their hiding place. Now, I'm not saying that we're 100%, 100% of the time. Don't misunderstand me here. So there are times of rebound, and rebound is a gift, right? Because we do get knocked. We, get, we do get dislodged, don't we? But God says, come to me. Come quickly back to me. I love this. Okay, Psalm 27.5. Let's go back. How are you doing so far? You all right? You ever been in a conversation and someone just starts speaking from the depths of hell? I mean, I'm being kind of facetious, but we know when the spirit changes, right? We don't even have to answer it. We don't even have to defend ourselves. We don't need to even uh, listen to ourselves. We speak to ourselves. And guess what? We stay in our hiding place. We stay in our hiding place. All right, Psalm 27.5. This is good. For in the time of trouble, and this word means when you're in a tight ditch, when, you're backed, when your back is against the wall, he shall hide me in his presence. When I'm in trouble, right, God doesn't bail on us. God does not say, you know, you're on your own. Good luck, you know. Remember what I taught you. What does he do? He surrounds us with songs of deliverance. He surrounds us with his wings of protection. He puts himself, just like in a fire, let's say the, what would, a, what would a, a parent do? He would, he would lay his, if they couldn't get out, let's say, he would lay their body on their son or daughter, right? Or their loved one. Why? Because he'd shield them as much as possible from the danger. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. What's the tabernacle? What was the purpose of the tabernacle? What was the purpose of the tabernacle? Yes, it was a place of worship. It was a place where uh, we met God, right? It was a place where in the first, in the first initial um, description of uh, when Jesus uh, shed those, those animal skins for, for Adam and Eve, really? Again, that was a place of, of tremendous uh, covering and meeting. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises. Oh, okay, actually. He shall set me high upon a rock. Okay, what's going on here? Again, we're, we have the spiritual camouflage, okay? And then he puts us in a place of advantage, okay? We may not be able to escape our situation, right? But guess what? God will personally show us that he's with us. He's for us. In 14, 14 of Exodus, he's fighting for us. So what's our job? Our job is to rest in him and to move when he says move. Speak when he says speak. To act when he says act. 
Amen? Isn't that good? He's our hiding place. Because the devil is seeking, he's like a, he is seeking whom he may devour to swallow up, to swallow whole like a snake. When he, when he, ever seen a snake eat a mouse or something? It's pretty wild. Like they, their whole mouth stretches and their whole body stretches around and suffocates. Suffocates the, 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 the prey. Isn't that good? He'll put you on a place of advantage. Lord, lead me to a rock that's higher than I. Psalm 61. Because if I hide in myself, I'm like, a, I'm like a camel or like an ostrich, pardon me, puts his head in the sand. Oh, I can't see it, therefore it must not be real. And his backside is sticking way out in the air. Like that, that's absurd. It's like denial is like that. Can't see it, therefore it's not real. Suppressing it is like, oh, I, I you know, I just want to be numb. I don't, I'm just going to numb myself so it, you know, so I don't have to think about it. But what happens once we become unnumb, whatever uh, thing that, that, that facilitates that, our situation does not change. It becomes more complicated. But when he's our hiding place, guess what? He is our provision. Okay, last verse. How many like this? I love it. He's not our problem solver, but he may solve our problems. Isn't that good? He's our hiding place. You know, it's like being in a storm. What do you do in a storm, like a really bad storm? What do you do? Do you walk outside and have a nice walk with your dog? No, what do you do in a storm? What do you do? Yeah, you hide. You go to the deepest part, right? You go underneath the, the basement or whatever into the, into the place where you put all your... Like we used to have that in the Ukraine. We were staying at someone's home, and they, they had a basement, and then they had a sub-basement where they put all their potatoes and everything like that. I mean, it was like you felt like you were in the, the, in the earth, in the, the depths of the earth. God's like, I'm going to bring you deep until the storm passes. And then I'm going to bring you up. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to walk before you. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you peace on every side. My word will not fail you, 1 Kings 8.56. Not only will my word not fail you, it will not fall and be uh, irrelevant. It'll be relevant. I'm going to be a present help in time of need. I'm going to be your shelter. I'm going to be your shield. I'm going to be your defender. So therefore, we're not leaving our place. We're not, we're not having a dialogue with the devil, right, except the Word of God. And we're just enjoying, we're glorying in tribulation. I, I always think of that verse, I think, Romans 5, 3. It's like, how can I glory in tribulation? Well, the glory is that we're looking at God in the hiding place. Right? Now, it doesn't mean that we're, everything's going to be Yankee Doodle Dandy here, but it just means our spirit is going to be protected, and we're not going to be suffocated by the details of life. Amen? Okay, 3120. Is this the verse I want? Psalm 3120. You shall hide them in the secret place of your presence. From the plots of men, you shall keep them secretly in your pavilion from the strife of tongues. Okay, I read that one already. 
I like it. We had to read it again. I mean, it's, it, it, you know, it, the strife of tongues in Psalm 2, one, why do the heathen rage? Why do they imagine a vain thing? Why is it that they're spewing out all this strife? They, have, they don't have a hiding place. You know, what happens if you're out in the elements for a long time? It starts to, you start to, um, let's say you're on the Appalachian Trail and you're just, you don't have a tent, you don't have any type of protection. What happens? You, you can succumb to the elements, like walking in a desert, right? The heat will eventually create a stroke, right? But imagine the atmosphere of grace. Imagine the fortification of mercy. Imagine <laughs> the, the, uh, the defense of love. When you think about love, I love what pastor was saying, like, I don't love God, okay? God's like, I know that already. Stop, stop trying to do that in your own strength. Our defense is God is loving us. That's amazing defense. Like, put the onus, put the, put the responsibility back on the Lord. Okay, Lord, what am I going to do about this situation? What am I going to do about this situation? But then it's like, okay, God, what are you going to do about this situation? How are you going to work this out to be something that's going to promote me? How are you going to push back the enemy here? How is it that you're going to work in maturity here? And, and we just, we, we are in the hiding place. And what do you do in the hiding place? What do you do? You hide. I mean, I'm sorry to be basic here, but may, maybe, maybe you're kind of like you can't really move around, right? You're just kind of there waiting. Okay, God, what's next? Wait on me. Lord, I, <laughs> no one has the gift of waiting, but Lord, help me wait. <laughs> Hurry up and wait. I am your hiding place. You be focused with me. Rely on me. Talk to me. Think about me. Walk with me. And guess what will happen? The Lord will take care of everything externally. He will do it. Amen. Lord, help us to live in this place of power. Help us to live in this place of advantage. Help us to live in the shadow of your, of your great, Malachi 4, 2, to the shadow of healing. Help us to live there. Lord, so many times we want to walk out and just dialogue with things that are greater than us. And they take us. They take our joy. They take our, they take our um, focus off of you. But Lord, today, thank you that you're a hiding place. You, deliver, you have songs of deliverance that surround us, Lord. You sing over us today. Thank you, Lord. You shout over us. The shout of a king is among us. What do we hear in the hiding place? The shouts of a king. Lord, help us today. There's so much shouting. There's so much, there's so much confusion today. But in the hiding place, there's peace. In the hiding place, there's wisdom. In the hiding place, there is joy. In the hiding place, there is refreshing. Lord, refresh us today with these thoughts. Help us to uh, give us a personal revelation of these thoughts today. In Jesus. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. 
please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Your feedback is always welcome.